0: Message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajeman, the General Overseer of, of Winners Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message. Every provision of redemption comes. a cost now let me explain to you the price that needed to be paid for redemption was paid by Christ so as it were what is coming to us is free it's part of the benefits of redemption because Christ has paid for it amen So you are not going to pay for Christ to come and die. No, no, he has died for you. The power of death, of sin, and all of those things are finished. They have been paid for on the cross of Calvary. Now, which price are you going to pay now? The price of activating the benefits in your life. Which price am I going to pay for? Yes, Christ has given, but I need to go and take. That is what you have to do. If you don't go and take it, let me give you an illustration. What you need to do. You remember the story of the prodigal son? You remember that story? The young, there were two brothers, one senior, one junior. The junior is the one that went to the father. He is the one that went to the father and placed a demand on his father. And what he was asking for was very hard because inheritance is shared after someone is dead. But this young man, when the father was alive, walked to the father and said, Dad, Now that you are alive, I don't want trouble when you are dead. Divide the inheritance. Divide the inheritance. Give me my own. Make a good work. And the father couldn't say no, because the young man has placed the demand. And so the man divided the kingdom and gave the young man his own. This is your own. And the young man took it. Say he took he didn't blink an eye he said dad you if you like stay for 70 more years I've got what I'm looking for he went and he worked proper he chopped proper he enjoyed proper he squandered proper he did everything and it was legitimate it was his father's money he was spending but everything that has a beginning has an end so there came a time the working finished, the chopping finished, the enjoyment finished. But you see, he has become used to enjoyment. And there wasn't anything. So one day he saw pigs eating He said, chai, I'm better than pigo." So he went enjoying the pigs and he chopped pig food. Then one day he remembered that, ah, my father's household, oh, there's food. There's food for human beings, there's food for pigs. All right, now that I've chalked the food for human beings, let me go back to my father and tell my father that I don't want to be a human being again. i have finish my own. Make me one of your pigs. Then the father looked at me and said, my son, my blood son, should go and be listed amongst the deliverers. Ha Don't you know how many times God is standing by the wayside waiting for you to turn around and come? So he killed the fatted calf, He removed gold chains and put on him, and said, "Wow, let us rejoice. No problem at all. Then the senior brother came. Some of you have the senior brother spirit. Then the senior brother came and he was angry when he heard the noise in the house, the jubilation, the celebration that was going on. He asked one of the laborers, what is happening there? They say, ah, your junior brother has come home and Baba has killed the fatted calf. And they are rejoicing, they say, what? All these years that I have been faithful to my father, Never did he ask me to kill one chicken. Now this boy, this boy, Monsieur Boy, has come and he has killed the fatted calf. So he said he won't enter. Then they came to tell the daddy. Daddy went to him and said, my son, what is your problem? Everything that I have in this place, what did God say? Are they not yours? Are they not yours? I had my inheritance. Your brother has taken his portion. The remainder is for who? Are they not yours? Have you taken any? So some of you are sitting there. You see good life passing by. Say, God is saying, Are they not yours? Some of you see good house because you are living in a house when the rainy season comes, you don't know what to do. Wherever you put your blanket before you, know, the, 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 the leak, the leakage, go, go, go on your head. He you say, "Oh, already. ready,. Now, when will I do well? Now. So the father said to the snake brother, "All that I have are they not yours? So what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? One of the costs is to ask. Matthew seven seven, ask and you will receive. Even though the provision has been made for you, you need to ask. Number two, you need to act. You ask and then you act. Praise the Lord with respect to kingdom abundance, kingdom inheritance, kingdom riches. You must possess an attitude. That is one of the things that is missing in your life. I'm talking about you listening to me. You one of the things missing in your is your attitude towards. The blessing of wealth. The blessing of inheritance. David became wealthy. Even though his beginning wasn't like that. His beginning in his father's house, he wasn't even numbered amongst the people that qualified to be seen by the prophet of God. He didn't qualify as far as his father was concerned. So he didn't get any vote from his own home but when David became king he understood where he came from and so he began to pursue the things of God that is one of the things missing from you to the things of God you are not if you were you will pursue God because it is he that has given you the power look at David psalm 132 psalm 132 verse 4 i will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until i find a place for the lord a dwelling place for the mighty one of jacob i will not relent I will pursue the things of God. I will see to the establishment of the kingdom of God. Because it is out of this place that the power to become wealthy. How zealous are you? How passionate are you in securing the things of God? Do you know how many times you pray for God to bless you? Now, if you divert that same passion to pursuing the things of God, will you pray that hard? But you see, you don't care about the kingdom of God. All you need to do, Jehovah, help me. Jehovah, help me. Jehovah, chase my enemy. Jehovah, put food on my table. I'll show you a better way of living. 80% of the time you used to pray, pray against the devil, pray against... I'm living in the same world you are living with, you. but it seems there are more devils chasing you than they are chasing me. <laughs> Why? Some of you, we, we won't talk for 10 minutes. Devil will come into your, your talk. We won't talk for 10 minutes. Some of you we won't talk for five minutes. Some of you we won't talk to, for two minutes. Some of you, the first statement that will come, if it were not for the devil. I will not give sleep to my eyes, nor slumber to my eyelids, until I have found a dwelling place for my God. To what extent are you pursuing the things of God? To what extent are you committed what zeal what level of zeal do you have in doing the things of God you have always thought that pursuing the things that are of interest to you they matter more Haggai chapter 1 verse 3 then the word of the Lord came by the prophet Haggai the prophet saying is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your panel houses and this temple of god lie in ruins why are you placing your personal individual interest over and above the things of god why that's the question until you become sensitive to the things of god is it time for you yourselves To dwell in your panel houses and this temple lie in ruins now therefore that says the lord of hosts consider your ways jesus christ when he died on the cross they brought him down from the cross at that time he was going to lie there because he didn't prepare for a burial tomb then one man one disciple by name joseph of arimathea came and said i have a tomb prepared for my lord i have a tomb prepared for my lord this one you are saying that on the third day he rose again and they went and checked the tomb and he was not there somebody provided that tomb. what are you providing what are you providing i'm telling you what will deliver you Is it time for you to dwell in your panel houses and this temple line ruins now therefore that says the Lord of hosts consider your ways you have so much yet you bring in little you eat but you don't have enough you drink but you are not filled with drink you clothe yourselves but no one is warm he who earns wages earns wages to put in a bag of holes consider your ways walk from the month of empowerment with that statement ringing in your a in your ears consider your ways consider your ways consider your ways consider, your ways. consider your ways praise the Lord hallelujah all right in considering my ways what must I do my goal is to access the riches that Christ in his poverty has provided for me what must I do what must I do number one Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. That is the first thing the scripture says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The first thing to do is what? Seek first. It is like Psalm 132, verse 4 that I will not give sleep to my eyes nor slumber to my eyelids until I find a dwelling place for the Lord my God. But seek first the kingdom of God. This is the year, a fresh year. This is a fresh, brand new year. Consider your ways. Chart a prosperous course. Chart a wealthy course. Walk in the ways of God. And this year will be an outstanding year for you. It is your year of Abundance. So you must know what to do. You must know how to walk. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that you are looking for shall be added unto you. Don't worry about tomorrow. Verse 34. Say Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. There's a sister that said, I gave my all. And yet she's not on the street. I gave my all. It is good we hear testimonies like this. She came from among us. She's not a pastor. She came from among us. What can you do to prepare for tomorrow? What did you do to prepare for COVID-19? What did you do? Tell me now you are the one that is closer to God. What did you do to prepare for COVID-19? When COVID-19 came, what did you do to preserve yourself? What did you do? Tell me. <laughs> we are alive because of his grace. Don't think your tomorrow can be secured by yourself. Don't. First Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3, what must I do? What must I do to access the riches of God? 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 4. Now, the king talking about Solomon, these are some of the things he did that brought riches and wealth and inheritance unto him. Listen carefully. Now, the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice. So you are being called to a life of sacrifice. For that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on the altar. One day I was trying to imagine pictorially what a thousand burnt offerings can look like. Sometimes when you read things like this, you need to turn them into picture. Then I said to myself, he sacrificed a thousand burnt offerings. So it's either goat or sheep or or cattle. All right, but knowing Solomon, he will go for cattle. All right. Then I said to myself, one thousand cows. If some of you have ten cows, you say I'm a, I'm a cattle rancher. Ten. Solomon gathered one thousand cows to Gibeon to offer a sacrifice. Then I said to myself. He wasn't living in Gibeon. He needed to travel to Gideon. How will he travel to Gibeon with 1,000 cows? How many Fulani boys will he uh, hire to guide 1,000? Okay, Solomon was a king, all right? So he wouldn't need Fulani boys. So he will order some of these big, big trucks out there. Then I asked myself, if he takes these big, big trucks, how many cows can enter one truck how many about 10 cows can enter one truck right 10 cows I don't know I've never done that business before but let's assume 10 cows now if 10 cows can enter one of the trucks all right how many trucks is he going to need to carry 1,000 how many 100, 100. So you can imagine 100 of these big trucks, what do you call them? The cargo trucks. 100 of them lined up just because one man is going to offer sacrifice to God. Wherever you put 100 trucks, one following the other like that, you will cost, in fact, you will need police permit. To move 100 trucks in a convoy that is the extent to which solomon offered you see when you are reading you just reading, uh, solomon offered a thousand bent offerings to the altar lord uh, help me also to build an altar and the altar you are thinking about is an altar like this but how will you put one thousand cows in a place like this hallelujah see the mind of the people who made it see the mind of the people who have been made examples for us and walk in their ways this year you must be abundant yes so know what to do now the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice when we talk about sacrifices in the kingdom They begin for you and for me. Sacrifices in the kingdom begin. Let me tell you the beginning of sacrifice. The beginning, not the end. Not the main body. This is the starting point of sacrifice. The starting point of your sacrifice to God is what we call the tithes and the offerings. When you want to make a sacrifice unto the Lord... Make sure that you have fulfilled the requirement of tithes and offerings. If you don't do that, there is no sacrifice you will give anywhere that will be acceptable unto the Lord. I'm telling you, fail in your tithes, fail in your offerings. Every other thing is built on sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. In fact, when you come to the other, say, I use this as a seed to break through. You are not paying your tithe, you are a robber. Malachi chapter 3. Let me show you. Malachi chapter 3, verse 8. Will a man rob God? Rob not thief, rob robber in fact when we mention robber in Ghana here there's a word that comes before before robber what is it oh, you know some of you are professional armed robbers professional you hold AK-47 in it you know the AK-47 you haven't paid your tithes and you are holding this. Isha Katandorobo, That is, you are loading your AK 47. Megrato Sendele Baraba, Kaka, Lingroto Hey! Gramata sasale Broche, KKK, Moonuzuzuzuro. What to you know? Malachi 38. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have you robbed you? In what? In what? In what? Tithes and offerings, sacrifices. If you don't give sacrifice, you have not robbed God. If you don't give sacrifice, you have not robbed God. But if you withhold your tithe and your regular offerings, you are a robber. Do you want to live in abundance this this year? Begin from there. Begin from there. When was the last time you paid tithe? I'm talking to you. You. When was the last time you paid tithe? And yet you are believing God. Abundance. You have bought the abundance teacup. You have bought the abundance uh, nose mask. You have bought the abundance t-shirt. You have bought the, and you are giving to all of your children. So anytime you wake up, abundance. Abundance. And yet you have not paid your tithe, you law. In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Verse 9 says what? Because of that, you are cursed with a curse. How can you sow a seed on a cursed land? How? That is the extent of seriousness God attaches to your tithes and to your offerings. Not to they don't negotiate this one. Look, all the sacrificial offerings we take on the building you are free to give whatever you want to give in fact in tithe and offering even the offering itself is a free will offering it is only tithe that is specific bring the tenth of your income the tenth the tenth God has given you 100 he said bring me 10 out of hey! is that? How Somebody has given you hundred. He said, retain ten so that I can use it to process another hundred. Hey! If I give you that ten, I will drop dead. Do. I don't see how we think that God can give you one thousand, except if it is not God that gave you the one thousand. And if it is not God that gave you that one thousand, then you don't owe him any tithe at all but if you don't owe him any title, so please don't go and disturb him those of us that are paying we are praying you get the point those of us that are paying we are praying we are the ones that have access. don't come and cross our way don't disturb our god because you are seen as a robber before him you are cursed with the curse for you have robbed me jew law barow i wish i knew the french <laughs> okay so in order not to be a robber what am i supposed to do verse 10 bring all the tithes. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing. Don't forget that blessing is one of the benefits of redemption. The only way you are not a robber before God is when you bring the tithes. That is all. That is all bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house try me now in this says the lord of hosts if i will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it abundance that is abundance from robber to abundance from robbery to abundance what is the vehicle from robbery to abundance what is the vehicle from robbery to abundance? What is the vehicle that you will use to move from robbery to abundance? It is called what? It is called what? Go and activate your tithes. Amen. Otherwise, stop disturbing God with your prayers. Anytime he hears your voice, the angel will say, one of the robbers have come. Lord, the robbers have more voice than the non-robbers. Yes, of course, you should know that. Because the ro- the non-robbers, my blessing is with them. So their prayer is short. But these robbers, but these robbers, You know the interpretation? Oh, Lord, I have come with my AK-47. If you don't give me, I'm going to load it in your presence. You know, the king heated the fire seven times in the presence of the anointed children of God. So all of you robbers, that is what you are doing. Right at your throne room here, I'm showing you my AK-7. From robbery to abundance is through the vehicle of... And the tithe is a tenth of your income... The, the offering comes as a free will offering. Praise God. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adgerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.